0: Hey, hello, folks. How's everybody doing? Today is the Our Chitty Opinion Podcast. Just going over some headlines again. Nothing major in the news uh, to really take up all the time. So, well, there is, but we're going to cover that later this week. Um, the big news of the day is uh, Kintaji Brown-Jackson is getting vetted by by the Senate for her position in the Supreme Court and the news has come out and I think I've mentioned in previous podcasts that she was very light on very light on I don't know what the hell anyone would call them I I mean by definition I'm using them all wrong apparently because if you look them up it's it's fucking weird but anyway but but pedophiles child diddlers um, adults that look at Uh, young kids being molested. She's very lenient on those. Now, since the report came out last week, which I went over, there's obviously the left is doing everything it can to counter it and protect it, which is odd. I don't know why you want to counter and protect people giving lenient sentences to Child diddlers, but then again, they are Democrats. Um, But there has also been great excuses of why, and this is what I want to kind of go over briefly. Now, if you've read some of these left-wing news outlets protecting her, I'm gonna see if I actually can find any. I did have them up a while ago, and I just was something I wasn't gonna cover, and then I decided to. But I don't think I'm gonna find any anything defending her. There have been stupid ones defending her, saying that this was just an attack on her and yada yada yada, and it's a racist thing and blah, 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 you know, the usual rhetoric because she's, you know, she's black and everything. That's, you know, every time everybody speaks against her, it's a racist move, according to MSNBC. But there's been different things saying that, well, I think Yahoo had an article out the other day. That's the one, kind of one I'm reference. They had an, uh, uh, an article out saying that, well, they this justice did, it, did this... Did uh, gave them this sentence when they had this case and blah blah. blah. So they were countering with other cases. Fine, fair. I see. It, I get it. But it does not make it okay. All right. Just because she has a hist- uh, a recent history of letting pedophiles and uh, go on shorter sentences doesn't mean that it's okay when when other judges or conservative judges did it as well this is not okay it's just not okay regardless of who it is i don't care what fucking side it is you know it's just a wrong thing all right so then the, so today during her hearing when she was being vetted she was obviously given a chance to explain herself this this was though i saw it too i saw the jeffrey Tubin on cnn was the first instance that i seen of trying to defend this and he was babbling and falling over his own words um, we can play that, but then we got a better explanation straight from um, Ms. Jackson herself. But listen to CNN's Tubin. Uh, once, no, hold on. Before I play this, don't forget Jeffrey Tubin is the one who got caught jerking off during a Zoom meeting uh, last year, and you know CNN took him back. So anyway, this is what he has to say.
1: Access to hundreds and then thousands of photos.
0: They would the the sentencing guidelines would reflect hundreds and then thousands of photos.
1: Federal judges have been struggling with the issue of how do you create a fair system that was designed pre-internet, that was yet yet you have
0: to sentence people post-internet. And what I thought Chairman Durbin pointed out is that judges across the country, including Republican-appointed judges, have been saying, "Look, we can't apply the rules um, pre- that, that were designed pre-internet." for an internet society and many judges have been giving somewhat less sentences as a result and i thought that was a very clear explanation okay now his excuses and it's going to be miss jackson's similar excuse as well is that since the law for sentencing was put in place prior to the internet that there you can't give the same sentence. Now, I don't see this law, this this ideology, this idea apply too often with any other rulings when it comes to drugs, you know, being caught with marijuana with a little bit of weed on you and you get to get a sentence like you're some sort of drug kingpin from Mexico. You know, it doesn't, I don't see them doing those type of things. And they like to, you know, I don't see them adjusting this when it comes to divorce cases and things along those lines, and saying, "Well, times have changed," you know, those, those rules were put in place. though you know, the most of the women were staying home, and no, I don't see them saying any of that shit. But when it comes to this child pornography stuff, they're all about defending it and coming up with excuses for it. Now, I'll get to what they, they're saying if you haven't caught on. After I play Miss Jackson's excuse, which is the same, but she actually puts in in uh, a, a lot better wording than Mister um, Tubin himself. So.
1: I'm- uh, a, a statutory scheme and on directives specific directives by congress at a time in which more serious child pornography offenders were identified based on the volume based on the number of photographs that they received in the mail and that made totally total sense before when we didn't have the internet, when we didn't have distribution, but the way that the guideline is now structured based on that set of circumstances is leading to extreme disparities in the system because it's so easy for people to get volumes of this kind of material now by computers. So it's not doing the work of differentiating who is a more serious offender. In the way that it used to. So the commission has taken that into account and and on uh, a statute.
0: Okay, so what she's saying is, is that when the law was put into place, the laws were put into place for minimum sentencing, that it was based off of how much pornography that you had on hand how much did you buy and mixing this with the with Tubin's excuse was that back in before the internet days you'd have to mail like mail order these things and yada 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 so you had like one or two and nowadays you have thousands and that's what she was saying there's thousands of images and thousands of things so it's different yes it's different and it's different now because now you have more of it and somehow having more of it means that you get a less sentence because you got it off the internet. Tell me how that makes sense, because you get thousands of them in a bulk download versus mailing away for for photo or like physical photos makes it less of a crime than if you mailed away for it. Tell me how that makes sense, because if you have a hundred. Photos that you made an attempt to mail in for as opposed to thousands of different files that you downloaded. You are worse for mailing in and getting it than for having hundreds of photos, physical photos, than you are having thousands of photos on your computer that you're probably trading with other people, like-minded people as well. Tell me how that makes sense. That is her reasoning for giving lesser sentence because the law was based off of pre-internet days In having more photos from the internet means less sentence. So more pornography, child pornography, means less of a punishment. How the fuck does that make sense? Tell me. I, I, I don't I don't I don't get it. This is like the ideology, and the left loves, and the radical left lo- loves, and this is what radicals like. They want to sit there, and they want to control your children. They want to sit there and say you do not have a right to know what your children are learning in school when we're pres- pushing sexuality at you know in the kindergarten through you know ten year old age range you don't have a right to you know know that there was um, I posted where is it the other day um, some school district there it is um, blatant disregard for parental rights the school district is telling teachers to hide students gender transitions from parents uh, what is the full thing the full set says the parents do not need to know their the rights to their I mean their uh, their kids preferences school needs to know parents don't need to know your kids identity. was what parents do not need to know your their children's identity they literally said that that is a quote parents do not need to know their kids identity how fucked up is that this is the indoctrination of our children and the ruining of our children. This is stuff that this shouldn't even be talked about until you're, you know, nearly a legal adult. It really shouldn't be, you know, in, in your teenage range, say 15 on, okay? This is stuff that if your kids, if you as a teacher and educator feel like you, the, there's a child who's, you know, acting weird or saying different things or whatever else, then that's when you say you you get a hold of the parents and you make them aware of it and you let them discuss it with their kids. I don't know why there is a large group of adults who feel it necessary and comfortable to talk about sexual preferences with children. That is disgusting. That would freak me out. I couldn't do it in front of high school kids. I couldn't. I could not. I just, I, I feel icky. And it's gross. I mean, if I had kids, of course, I'd probably, I'd have to do it. But I can't do it in front of a group of kids that I don't even know. They have no reason to know what my sexual preference is and who I care to have sex with. They have no reason to know that stuff. But they're, here, here it is. They are fighting for them to do this. I brought up on a previous podcast about a summer camp to teach young kids as as young as seven years old about dildos and sexual toys and playing with yourself. I mean you got to be kidding me. Who's pl- why is it their place to do this? Why do they find such joy in doing this? First of all. What kind I don't know what kind of favor they think they're doing to people. It makes me wonder like did when they got when they were being brought up, did they sit there and say I am at ten, at 7 years old say I am missing that adult, that strange adult in my life telling me and teaching me about who to have sex with. And that I should cut my genitalia off. Like, seriously? It, like you tell me you were brought up in a shitty world and that you're a shitty person and look what it did to you and it ruined your life? Is that what you're, ta- you're saying? It's fucking mind-blowing. You know, I mean, imagine telling a girl at 12 years old that, you know what, you need breast implants. They'll tell you no. But if you told that same 12-year-old girl and you said, you know what, you, you, you think you're a guy, you need a dick. Oh, yeah, we're all for that. Put a dick on that girl. Pull, pull her, her cervix inside out. That's what you know. It's like what? It, it, it makes so fucking sense. Let's let's teach these young kids, these susceptible young children, about about who who they should be, you know, can be and should be kissing, and who they shouldn't. No, I won't. I won't. No. I want you teach them how to fucking read and write. How do you teach them how to respect human beings, for who they are? How about that? How about you, 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 you stop putting products out like Disney does and stop trying to sit there and say that, you know, it's it's okay to kiss a, a certain gender. N- nobody gives a fuck. There's a small percentage that do, very, very small percentage that do, but why are you going to push it on there? I don't see kids asking that. W- w- why come the girl's not kissing the girl? I don't see anybody asking that, and they might be, you know? How about you just not put anything sexual, even to the minor, smallest scale, in a fucking Disney movie? How about that? Disney threatened to walk out. Disney employees, I don't know if they threatened or they actually did. I think it was today. They were going to walk out on the job because they because of the president of Disney didn't handle the, um, the parental rights bill in Florida. Unless oh, my dog in the background. Playing with my other dog in the background. Sorry. So if you hear weird noises, that's them. The um, so they're gonna walk out on the job to say they didn't do the president didn't do enough, and then they were gonna sit there and have their list of demands. Now, what does always happens? What always happens when these things occur, and they ask for the demands? Their demands always involve giving them money. It's fucking mind blowing it's mind-blowing either has to do with giving them raises or donating money to their specific causes right they had employees sitting there threatened that you that they they can't donate to certain political parties if they wanted to would you stop go you have a whole apartment and you guys got to choose to be in here um you can't don- donate to certain political parties you can only donate to what we tell you to and it's essentially you can only do what you can you tell you to And it's like a tiny percent. I'm talking like Disney is huge. And you're probably talking about maybe 1%, maybe 5% of the company employees. And then you get the employees that get ignored and get shit on if they say anything that believe in these bills that you should not um, talk about these sexual things with elementary school kids. And they get shit on. And that's a majority of the employees. There was an email sent, a copied email that was sent out. I do not have it to read, but it's pretty lengthy anyway. Talking about the discomfort that these, I guess you could call them conservative employees, conservative leaning employees at least have, who work there and who who like working there and love working there. And there's plenty of people who on both sides who love Disney. But when you're sitting there forcing an ideology on these people, And because you're afraid of backlash from, you know, a single percentage amount of employees, you're doing something wrong. You're alienating people. I don't do anything Disney if I don't have to. I don't watch ESPN. I don't watch, um, you know, any Disney movies or Marvel movies as much as I'd love to. I do watch some, but I don't. Everybody's like, get Disney Plus. I won't. Like little things. Granted, I don't do this across the board. Obviously, there's still things in this world that I enjoy. Okay, but if I can do my little pots, I'll do my little pots. The boy got the, these companies like I don't wear Nike anymore, and all you know and things along those lines. Um, but it's ridiculous that this company openly wants to support in celebrities and ESPN and you know whoever else of these um, you know sub companies owned by Disney are doing. They're saying that listen, it is wrong. We want to sit there and teach your elementary school kids about sexuality and sex and your genitalia. I'm sorry, but that's just wrong. That's wrong. That is all kinds of wrong. And it's 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 funny because when ESPN decided to do a moment of silence type of walkout thing during the Women's NCAA Final Four, this weekend at 3 p.m., they they did it in support of the idea that it's you should be able to talk about those type of kids i mean those type of things with you know single digit aged children and at the same time there is last week a trans woman destroying all of female competition in the swimming in the cwa swimming finals and That doesn't get covered at all at ESPN. It doesn't get covered that all all, all the female-born swimmers basically ignored this trans swimmer and had their own little um, celebrations and that she got booed when uh, Leah Thomas got booed when she was announced the winner. The people are tired of this shit. I mean, it's unfortunate that they can't stand up because it's going to be backlash at their schools that they probably love. But there's people, you know, there's a woman, a young woman at Virginia Tech who stood up to this and said that, you know, Leah Thomas took my spot in the finals and she did. And it's ridiculous. It's okay for a woman with a dick to walk around a locker room, balls, dick, and call yourself a woman and beat the competition after competing as a man two years prior. And sucking. It's ridiculous, but ESPN doesn't bring that up. No one talks about that stuff. God forbid someone disagrees with that, and it's unbelievable, and it's not fair. And This whole thing about sexuality being brought up uh, amongst parents and kids, and I never thought, I'd ever hear this conversation going on to this extent, that it's a government thing, it's a social issue. It is not. It is not even an issue at all. If, you, if you're you a parent, you're going to let your kids be kids. Let your kids be kids and do what they want to do when they get older. That I agree with. When they're fucking old enough. It's ridiculous. And that kind of carries me into the idea of what I'm going to get into on a longer podcast later this week. I might do two. I'm going to do one by myself to introduce a longer episode that i'll do with um the big rig this weekend discussing the new world order since biden openly admitted it again that there's going to be a new world order out there and we've got to lead it and the great reset and what that's all about because we hear a lot about both um it's always in conspiracy circles and whatever else but i mean we're already living the great reset Uh, what disney's doing now is a prime example of the great reset and what they need for um social credit in in there's a you know it's if you don't understand and listen to that podcast and i'll do my best i can to explain the great reset that we're living in and what the new world order actually is and we can you know finally get a fuller understanding of why these corporations um you know facebook twitter youtube coca-cola nike disney you know these you know at&t they're all the same um these corporate entities and companies are seem to be doing a lot with the leftist id you know, radical leftists. i won't even say just leftist but radical leftists. um movements on these racial issues that aren't actually racial issues, these sexual issues that are not actual major issues, um, and why they're doing it and what the point of them doing it is. It has nothing to do with politics, even though they're pushing a political ideology. It has everything to do with money, and which sites seem counterproductive since they're actually pushing a lot of people away. At the same time but understanding the great reset in this new world order is very very important it ties there's a lot that ties into this with corporate america what we see now what the democrat party is doing what's going on in ukraine what's going on with russia and what's going on in europe and a lot of these things a lot of the stuff ties in it's a lot of things you might have heard of might have, a lot of new things you might not not have heard of but the great reset is real it Has a lot to do with this. Is a like I said, this is such a big story. What's going on in Disney? I think this is a great opportunity um, to finally d- take a deep dive and discuss what it is and who the people involved are, and how it's the it's the worst kept secret going on in the world, essentially, and what exactly the new world order is and who they are, um, to the best of my ability, so to get you folks to hopefully understand so. Um, and you can finally hear why I'm always touting and screaming about the cancellation of people who dislike, you know, this all these movements and this bullshit. And I'm, all, you know, and I'm, ca- you know, I am calling bullshit on a lot of these things, and because I, I think it's ridiculous. And so why I'm always saying it's one side that's doing it, in it, you know, because the evidence is there that's a majority of one side that does this. That's it. It's just a fact. And you read the headlines, you read the news stories. so always say it's like it's a it's a conspiracy theory and it's QAnon. We already know what the real definition of conspiracy theory is, and why the CIA invented the term in, term in, in general because it's basically the people were right, and you know they were trying to find an excuse to make them sound crazy. And of course, there are crazy conspiracy theories out there, kind of evolved into a, a, a lot of crazy stuff, but. You know, we can. These aren't conspiracy theories. These are facts. These aren't anything hidden. They've been spoken about openly by our politicians, and there's been politicians who have been completely against it, the same way. And there's a lot for it on both sides, and there's, there seems to be more fewer against it on both sides as well. So it's very, it's a, it's a very odd situation. So we'll familiarize you with the New World Order, the Great Reset, the um, the World Economic Forum, and all the stuff that magically seems to have come true the past few years because it's all about this Great Reset and the ridiculousness that it is. Um, do I have anything? Oops. Sorry, my phone. I forgot I plugged it in. Uh, so let's see what are the other brief headlines before I call it a day. I mean, I just covering um, that one thing is probably here's a fun one I had from yesterday. This is Kamala Harris talking about nothing, over making us look great in front of the world stage.
1: Well, Doing a tour it. of the library here, and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. Right, the significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. And we were all... Excuse me.
0: What the fuck is this woman talking about? Like, how many times can you repeat the phrase passage of time in 20 seconds? And thinking that it's going to make sense to anybody. Nobody knows what she's talking about. The reference to that didn't even make sense. Um, I have this crazy woman here, AOC, making zero sense. The social, the socialist herself. I'm going to play a brief piece of this because I'm going to vomit if I listen to the rest of it. But I have no (coughs) idea why she's, excuse me, (coughs) why she's whispering. Okay, so funny thing is she says most people don't know what socialism is. And I can tell you that in the comments on this, there's plenty of people who have mentioned that they lived in socialist nations and they know what socialism is and it sucks. And she seems to think that, you know, she's part of that group of people that think that if... You know, socialism hasn't been done correctly. There are socialist programs involved. Yes, there's socialist programs involved everywhere. The government does assist people. We already know that. But having a, a, an absolute socialist country, new new wave. She's, she's trying to play you like you're dumb. And this is all part of the brainwashing that politicians do on, you know, on an overall level. And then to tell you that you are not a capitalist because you're not a billionaire. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard like seriously you might not be the elite group of of capitalists the amazons the you know the the windows the apples and those type of things but um if you made a few million dollars selling t-shirts you're a capitalist i'm sorry if you make 100 grand a year selling coffee mugs you're a capitalist so i don't know what the fuck this woman's talking about she is ridiculous and she's stupid and she loves to find ways to make us sound dumber and dumber let alone whispering like a moron is it's, it's, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with it. This one was another one from yesterday that kind of flew under the radar as well. Oops, That based on evolving intelligence, Russia may be planning a cyber attack against us. As I said, the magnitude of Russia's cyber capacity is fairly consequential. And it's, the federal government is doing it to get ready. But under US law, as you all remember, the private sector, all of you, largely decides the protections that is we will administration is new renew warnings that based on evolving intelligence russia may be planning a cyber attack against all right now he, again this they've done this before they've said this before russia's gonna plan a cyber attack but do you all remember back in when was it october or whatever, whenever biden gave putin a list of 16 sectors that should be off limits to hacking now he gave him the list of what to hack so it would be no shocker there at all. Um, Jen Psaki has COVID, again, after being quadrupled vaccinated. So we, that's another proof that vaccinations don't work. Uh, did I go over this the other day when um, Bloomberg had came come out with an opinion piece that says that... Um, Inflation stings most if you earn less than 300000 a year, and this is how you deal with it. Um, you take the bus, you sell your car and take the bus, excuse me, um, you don't buy stuff in bulk anymore, you, drink, you eat lentils instead of eating meat, and um, you don't pay for your, your pet care if you want to keep them alive, you let them die because they're expensive. So if you got a, they said if you get a pet, if you got a pet during COVID, which a lot of people did ridiculously, and then they, a lot of them had ended up in shelters. By the way, which is stupid. Um, but anyway, that if you did get a, a COVID pet, a COVID dog, we'll say, and they're sick, do not pay for that for their treatment. Um, and then they said that nobody said this would be fun. So considering that the median, in, the 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 average income in this country is thirty two thousand dollars a year um basically it's the majority of people so it's basically saying that you shitheads should not be um are fucked you cannot live your normal life but we hit up on our pedestals can and one thing that's not on this list what i find interesting is that um cancel your subscription to bloomberg, bloomberg is not on this list shock so apparently that's not a waste of your money um but let your pet die if you'd like um what else came out this week Did we go over, uh, did we go over this? I'm just going to keep reminding you. This is part of the great reset here.
1: A lot of people don't realize that. But what if you live in a multifamily dwelling? And uh, especially for some of the urban uh, lower income people who stand the most to gain by having an electric car and saving that gas money,
0: but only if they have a place to charge it. And then rural folks who could gain a whole lot because they drive long distances and they can save a lot of gas money. But if they're driving long distances, they got to know that there's going to be a charging station out there. Charging infrastructure is literally the plug in the wall. Ridiculous. So that's part of the whole great reset as well. Now the funny thing is, is that, you know, obviously with the electric car, there's a million different things I dislike about it, but you know, there's typically five that go along with. Now, if you're driving a car and you're going long distance to saying, oh, there's going to be a charging station out there. Well, they want you to buy an electric car now. And these charging stations do not exist. And what happens when you go to a charging station? What happens if you go to a gas station? Say it's a busy Memorial Day weekend. You're out on a long drive and you need to get the fuel up your, your car. You can go in, pump your gas, be gone in five, ten minutes. With an electric car, you go in, you got to sit for 40, at least 45 minutes on a fast charger to charge your car. How many do you think, now you gone to gas stations, like if you drive someplace during the summertime, we'll say like the Jersey Coast, the Jersey Shore, you gonna be sitting at a gas station, five cars deep, waiting to get your gas pumped. Okay, um, what are you gonna do when you pull up to a charging station and you gotta wait forty-five minutes for someone to uncharge their car to take the charger off their car? So you can sit there for another forty-five minutes to charge your car. Okay, that's if they exist. If you can find one. Now I know Teslas will tell you where the charging stations are, but you gotta find them. All right, in in regular driving, how many charging stations have you seen in your area if you live in a major city near a major city? I don't know any in my area. I see people in my neighborhood who has them attached to their homes. Now that makes sense. If you're doing local driving, get an electric car. If you want your electric bill to go the fucking skyrocket. you know if you want if, if when you get an electric car you have to find a way to you have to connect a special charging station to your house. You know, obviously there's a way you can plug it in, but you're gonna get about eight miles out of like plugging your car in all night. Something stupid like that. So you need a special charging station to convert the, the the energy going into your car. Now, if they want you to be all green, why don't they fucking find a way to give you a charging station that charges from solar energy? Nobody seems to give a fuck. No one seems to bring that up. So here's this car. You need this charging station. It costs you another five to seven hundred dollars. So why don't we find a way to make that solar? No, they don't. It's fucking. It's 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 a weird hypocrisy with that. So get it from the electric company instead, where you have to use more coal, more fossil fuels to develop, and make that electricity. It's fucking dumb. So anyway, so that's basically what I'm covering. So. That, like I said, involves a great reset, which I'll be covering later this week, as well as the New World Order and probably two parts. I'll do a brief 30 to 45-minute overview of it, um, either Wednesday or Thursday, and then this weekend going into next week we'll have the longer version between the big rig and I. See what information he's got versus the information I got, and we hopefully can combine brains. All right, folks, well, thanks for listening, and uh, don't forget, you can always leave a... Text or voicemail three three nine two two four four three four one. 224 4341. This is the Archie the Opinion Podcast. Trigger left us one opinion at a time. Thank you, folks.